Good morning. It's Michelle with God Pod. And um, I want to welcome you. It's your first time here. Uh, if you are a repeat listener, I thank you very much. Um, I truly set out to speak on topics that are hopefully interesting um, and, and topics that we can all relate to and that have answers. There's always an answer for something, always. And so um, I'm not saying I have all the answers, uh, but I, I'm somebody who I've been through a lot um, and I have walked my life with the Lord and not with the Lord. So I've done both. And I can tell you it's always much better with the Lord. And he then gives answers. So what I try and do is take the wisdom that I receive from the Lord and from my prayer life and from the lessons that I've learned through the various things that I've gone through with and without God uh, to share with you. I'm here to, what I'm here to do ultimately is bring hope, hope, encouragement, change, um, positivity, and not not like, you know, new age positivity, think, think. I'm talking about practical things and truths, both from just living life and from God and, and what he says in his word that will help you move forward in a better manner. And today I'm going, going to... Um, I'm going to do something uh, that I think most people probably don't do or wouldn't do. Um, I am going to talk about Jesus. I'm going to talk about Jesus Christ because I think and I know uh, there are absolute um, ideas out there that are wrong about who he is, who he was, but still is. Um, and, and all of the things that surround why you need Jesus. Um, I'm not going to do it in a preachy way, like hellfire brimstone. This is about, I'm a human being as messed up as they come. Jesus has transformed my life. Literally. And I'm not the only one that would make that statement. Millions of people know what I'm talking about if they've received Jesus. Now, um, and so I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a messed up person that can only be transformed by the beautiful love and blood of Jesus Christ. And my life has been completely turned around because of him. And that sounds like, wow, that's, that's nuts. How is that really true? And it, it is really true. Um, and what I was trying to say is that I'm not here to be like, you know, you do, 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 do. This is going to be, I want to introduce you to Jesus. And I want to do it lovingly, um, humbly, so that you will hear it and make your own decision. But if I don't explain who he is and what he did, you'll never know. And you'll only know maybe some of the falsities out there that you've heard. So I'm just going to get started here. Um, I would say the entire world is very aware that there is a Bible. 
The word Bible is a very common term that everybody knows. And probably most everybody doesn't dispute. There is a word of God. It is a physical book. And it is also his word, God's word. Um, God is real, okay? He's real. He's not fake. He's not made up. He is a real... um, He's not, I don't even know what to call him because he's not a human. Though he came down, though Jesus was human, but he was fully God. So anyway, the God of the universe, he he is God. That's the only word you can, he's I am. He calls himself I am because he's, he's forever present tense and he is the answer for everything. So he says, I am. There is a trinity, God, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And they're all one, and yet they're all separate because they all have separate, um, almost like jobs in a sense. The bottom line is this. God gave us life. He created human beings. And if if you think that the most amazing um, thing, if you think about the human body, and all the intricacies and, 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 and the heart that pumps blood throughout your body. It's pumping without, you can't even tell it to pump. It's doing it on its own. It's involuntary. And it does it for, you know, almost a hundred years. It just beats 70 times. A, you know how many beats that is? If you're trying to tell me that that's the result of growing up from being a monkey and evolving and it's not a created fact I'm sorry it's easier it's so much easier to believe in creation than it is evolution that, that first of all if you evolved from a monkey the monkeys would no longer be around okay that's my first thing it's like when things evolve that means they change from one thing into another so you no longer have the previous thing okay anyway God created us he did and he created us perfectly We have this body that works. We have an immune system. We have all these wonderful things. And he created us to commune with him and to have have a relationship with him. And in the very beginning, if you read Genesis in the Bible, it talks about um, Adam and Eve. And, And I'm telling you, this sounds like a hokey story too. It really does, and I admit that, but it's not. And I wrote a book about it. So if you want to read it, I'll, I'll tell you about my book at the end. Um, Adam and Eve did one thing. And it was one, the, there was only one rule. And rules are meant to protect you, folks. That's what, that was, God's rules are not to hurt you or to keep you from having a good life. They're actually to give you a great life. So he had a rule. And he asked them not to touch a certain tree and the fruit on it. And... That was the only thing. The rest of the garden, everything else was theirs. He gave it to them. Um, gave us, gave people authority over this earth, and uh, they disobeyed that. And what I love about God is the most beautiful thing He gave to humans was free choice and free will. He did not make us robots. He did not say, "You have to love me. You have to," <clears throat> you know. He didn't say any of that. He gave us free will, and. We used it to break a rule of his. And that's what happened. So they broke it, ate the fruit, because they were tempted and deceived by the devil, who also is real. 
And if you don't believe in him, I can convince you he is because one, God says he is. And two, if you look at this world, you know he is. Oh, that's a whole nother podcast. But anyway, the bottom line is they broke a rule and basically broke a covenant. And it's when you do that, it's called sin. Sin is basically separating yourself from God. And when that happens, there, there is no, nothing you can do to repair that to the extreme that God requires. Um, so he sent Adam and Eve out of the garden. He sent them out forever and, 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 you know, said, now you'll die. Um, because that's what sin does. But God didn't stop there. So here's the thing. Jesus Christ is the son of God. He sits at the right hand of God right now. He is a perfect, perfect, um, holy. Oh, he's just, he's everything. And God loved us so much. And it says this in the Bible that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would have everlasting life. Gets me choked up. Ah. So what he did was, because there were, there are, there was no sacrifice great enough, no sacrifice perfect enough to repair the damage between us and God. And God knew that. But Jesus is the perfect sacrifice and was the perfect holy sacrifice that could do it. So in other words, God sent Christ here to earth to walk in human shoes so that he can relate and, and have empathy and compassion for us in our broken state. He had to come down and do that. He had to take the place and be a man and, and die in, in a human body in order to fulfill the broken covenant with God in order to repair it 100%. So he came down and did that. He And here's the thing. Many people go, well, I'm a good person. I'm going to go to heaven. I'm, God specifically says that your works, the best work that you have is like a filthy rag to him because your works do not fill the sacrifice that was needed in order to repair the relationship with God. Only Christ's sacrifice could do that. Only his blood that spilled on the cross can do that. That's why. So God says this. You can work and work and try and be as good of a person as you want, which I'm not saying it's bad. You want to be a good person. But without Christ, God doesn't see your good works at all as a, as a sacrifice or as a payment to repair your relationship with him. We all have fallen short to the glory of God. We all have. He says that in the Bible. The only way to repair your relationship with God and to be with him in heaven after you die is to know and receive Jesus Christ. God, Here's the thing. And God is not going to make you do that. But I would be a terrible person if I didn't explain this. 
And the better part about not only are you going to be in heaven in eternity, that's see, that's God's space. Let me explain it. People go, well, why don't good people go? Well, because there's a sacrifice that Christ made in order to get us back in relationship with God. And if you don't have him as it, if then you, you don't have a relationship with God and you can't be with him. Heaven is a place where no sin, no darkness, no anything, no brokenness is there. If you don't have Jesus, he's the only, he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one gets to the Father but through me. And, and I want to get back to something. I've had people say, Michelle, well, what makes you think Christianity is the only way to get to heaven? Well, I'm not the one that made the rules, so don't, don't get mad at me. Jesus said it. Jesus said, I am the only way, truth, and the life, and there is no other way but by me. He says that. So you can take your chances with the other religions. And, you know, you can. But no other religion, no other prophet, no other Buddha, no has ever made the claim that they are the only way, truth, and the life. Nobody. So I would put my bets, even if you didn't feel like it, on Jesus. <laughs> you know, if you, you've got your concerns, I understand but he is the only way, truth, and the life because he's the only one that said it. So I'm going that direction, and I have. And I'm telling you, he, he is so real. He will make himself so real to you. You have no idea. You just have to walk, take that step of faith, call out to him, and he will make himself known to you. I promise you. In fact, I 100% guarantee it. That's a, that's a big guarantee but I guarantee it because he will not let me down in telling you this and he won't let you down because he loves you. But what I'm trying to tell you is, so a lot of you are going to ask people about, well, I hear about hell. Is hell real? Yes, hell is real. Yes, it is. And you don't want to go there. And I'll tell you what, God did not create hell for people, for humans. It's not for humans. It's for demons and for Satan himself. But, the big but, and this is where people are being lied to. The only reason people go to hell after they die is because they did not receive Christ as the free, gracious gift of sacrifice to repair their relationship with God so they can be with him in heaven. If you don't do that, God says, there's nothing. God says, I'm not going to make you do it. But that is the only way you can be with me. If you choose not to do that, then hell is where, that's where they go. Because God is not in hell. He is, everything in hell is void of anything of God. Please understand that. It is a dark place. There is fire, there is agony, there is pain. And the reason it's like that is not because God says, well, I want to punish people. I want to put some humans down in there. Nope, that's not his plan. He loves each and every human, even the worst murderers in the world. And on their deathbed, some of them received Jesus Christ and went to heaven. It, see, it's not about your works. It's not about how, how bad you are, and it's not about how good you are, because that would be unfair. If it was based on works, I could say, well, I'm a better person than you, so I'm going to heaven. God says, and that would be a very unfair way to, you know, put the bar for people to get to heaven. Please understand that. It makes perfect sense. This is a loving God. And if he did that, that is not a fair way to do it. So he says, your works mean nothing to me because you can't work your way back to me. You, there must be 
a blood sacrifice that repairs and restores. And what Jesus did is he took all of the sin of this entire world, of your sin, my sin, that past, present, and future, guys. It's paid for on the cross if you'll receive him. And what that means is, this is how beautiful it is. When he died, he died and rose again. He is alive. And he's the only person that ever did that. And when he did that, your sin was erased. All of it. You are, you have now, you've been washed white as snow if you receive Jesus Christ. White as snow. And you have a new relationship with God that he sees that there's no sin involved. Because Christ wiped it away. And you become, according to the Bible, a new creation in Christ Jesus. And let me explain how beautiful that is. You go, what does that mean? I'm a new creation. Yes. Prior to knowing Jesus, you are of the seed of Adam, which is that sinful seed. Adam and Eve were the first to sin. Everybody born into this world comes from that seed. We all have ancestors, and they are our ancestors. That's why we need Jesus to break that seed of sin, to cover it with his blood so that we can have a, be a new person. You're immediately transformed and you become a new creation, literally, like inside and out. Your spirit is brand new. Everything about you becomes transformed. And it's a spiritual thing. I cannot explain it past that, but that's what Jesus does. Here's a good example. Let's say you've lived your life addicted to drugs. Let's say you've lived your life as a prostitute. Anything, you name it, something just horrible. When you become a new creation in Christ, you are no longer that person. God doesn't even see anything bad you've done. Truly, it gets wiped away. The slate is clean. You are literally a brand new person. It's as though you've been, that's why they call it born again. You're not physically born again, but you're spiritually born again. And it is so beautiful. It's so amazing. And so this Jesus, the Son of God, has come down to the earth. He walked for 33 years as a human, but he was fully God at the same time. And I can't explain that. You'll have to ask God someday. But he was fully God, so he never sinned while he was on earth. But he was tempted and felt all of the pain and suffering that we go through so that he can relate to us. And then he took our sins on the cross. He was obedient to death. But he conquered hell. He conquered it all. And he gave us another chance to be with God after we die so that we don't have to be afraid that we might go to hell. Hell is real. You don't ever have to listen to me again if you don't want to. You can turn my podcast off. I am just telling you it is real. And it is not for human beings. But human beings' souls will go there if they have not been restored by the blood of Jesus because that is the only sacrifice that is good enough and whole enough to allow us to be back with God. Does that make sense? Hey guys, who wants to feel a little bit better about themselves? Who wants to be motivated and know their worth and value? That's what I'm here for. I'm here to encourage to empower, and to just bring some encouragement, really, to everybody's life. So I'm hoping you'll spend a little time with me. I'm looking forward to this, and I hope you do too. 
All right. Bye.